Hello, everyone. Welcome to You Be You and I'll Be Me. This is Jen Kesnick, and I'm so excited to introduce my very first guest, Harvard Business School grad turned healthy snack food entrepreneur and fitness instructor, my friend, Kate Flynn. Hi, Kate. Hi. So tell me everything. <laughs> everything, my whole life story. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Um, yeah. So, okay. So tell me a little bit about yourself personally. Sure. So, um, so I, I grew up on North Carolina and Ohio background. I came out to beautiful Southern California for college. I went to UC Santa Barbara and fell in love with the West coast. So that's why I'm still here today. That's, I don't blame you. Yes. <laughs> Especially Southern California and Santa Barbara in particular is... So UCSB um, to Harvard? Yeah, so I went to UCSB. Um, I did a business economics major. I graduated and I went right into... I actually started my career in um, audit. So I was a CPA for three years. Wow. And um, it was a really great place to start my career, but I kind of quickly rolled out being an accountant for for my full-time career. I knew that wasn't the path I wanted to stay on. So I went to back to business school um, to really looking for career change. That's where I, that's when I ended up going to, um, Harvard business school. And so did that not really knowing what I wanted to do after just went in knowing I wanted something different. Mm -hmm. And where did you and Brian meet? We met at, we met right, so we met right before I moved to Boston. So he actually asked, we, we met on, um, in San Francisco, we had a weekend up there where we met through mutual friends. We happened to be on the same Southwest flight home, so we ended up sitting next to each other on the plane ride home, got to know each other. He kind of, he never reached out to me right away for like a few months, and then he ended up asking me on our first date the day I found out I was moving to Boston oh. six months later, so, <laughs> but I still said yes. It was meant and to be. It was meant to be, and he ended up moving to Boston with me, um, and... So yeah, we, we, we were together for about six months here and then, and then what, what did you do after Harvard? So after Harvard, I went right into uh, management consulting. So basically I knew the one thing I, that was clear to me was that I was really interested in like the retail and consumer industry. So I love thinking about um, consumer decisions and why people buy things and um, cool. and whatnot. But I I so that it was I had this kind of industry focus I wanted to be on be in, and um, consulting is a, a a step that a lot of people take out of business school. So I would say probably about I don't know. It feels like thirty percent. I could be totally wrong on that, but a large percentage of my classmates went into consulting after business oh. school and. It's one of those things where um, they call it like the herd mentality. Like so many people are doing it and a lot of people just end up going into it right. as well because you feel like that's the right choice. And um, I didn't really put a lot of thought behind exactly what I wanted to go into afterwards. I just, I knew I wanted to be in the industry and this opportunity came up um, at a firm where that focus did consulting within the retail and consumer space. And that's kind of how I, I ended up there. And um, so I spent four years there. Oh, wow. After school, um, and it was super, super challenging, but in a really good way. Like I met my colleagues that I worked with are still um, close friends and mentors, and some of the smartest people I've ever met and worked with. And I learned so much while I was there. That's great. Yeah, and it was it was such a great step for me 
coming out of school and not knowing exactly what I wanted to do, I think it really helped. Um, it really helped me learn what I didn't like and what I did like, uh, because I think I was put in a lot of situations, um, where I was uncomfortable and, and not really doing what I, and sometimes those are the best teachable moments. Exactly. Exactly. Like, I think I learned more about myself and what I was good at, what I wasn't good at, what I liked, what I didn't like, um, than any other time in my life. That's cool. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes you just need to illuminate what it is not. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> it is not this. And so when did you realize you wanted to get into health and wellness? So um, so it's funny because I, I really struggled with trying to figure out like what I wanted to do next. Like a lot of people... I knew, I knew that for me, like the consulting was just a stepping stone and I knew there was a next step after it. And I, I really didn't know what it was going to be. And everybody kept saying, I, I wanted to do something where I'm like, I hear the stories of people going to work and loving what they do, like, and loving what they do, but beyond, like beyond that, like loving what they do to the point where they don't feel like it's work. Right. Like, it's like, like, you feel, I hear this mythical creature. Yes. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, people talk about it. It has to exist. So I was like, although like what I was doing, like when I was working in consulting, like I, I, I liked it for so many reasons. It was very, um, it, there were so many reasons why it was working, but then also reasons why it wasn't. And I, I, I was like, okay, I know that this isn't going to be my long-term path. I'm ready for something else, but like, what is it that I want to do next? And I think from up until like that point, my whole career, I had, I got confused with thinking what I was good at equated to what I really love to do. So mm -hmm. my background was, um, I was always like really good at math growing up and I was always really good at analytics. And I think I, for the longest time had convinced myself that like, I'm super excited and passionate about finance and analytics and all these, um, this, this area that I think I was just gravitating towards cause I, it came very easily. Yeah, to exactly. I was good at it. excelled in it. Like I did yeah. good in those classes and, um, and that's one of the things that I, when I was in consulting, I realized, okay, there's that aspect that I can get up, but there's so many other things I'm excited about. Um, and so when I started to, sorry, I'm kind of going on a tangent. That's but, right. Um, <laughs> but, You've got nothing but time. <laughs> but um, so when I started to think about, okay, what's next? Everybody, you know, when I read these, I was reading books and listening to podcasts and listening to inspirational stories about finding that thing where, you know, work equals fun and there's the, the lines are blurred. And they're like, well, what, like everybody says to think of what you want, like to do in your free time. And in my mind, I was like, well, I don't know. I like to travel. Like I don't have, I don't have passions. Like I, I always right. thought I didn't have some. And then I was finally like, actually I do. Like I love, I love, you know, trying new exercises cl classes. I love reading about health and wellness. I love cooking like healthy, innovative recipes. Like that's what I like to do in my free time. But for some reason, I just never thought about it being, yeah. Like a passion because it just came, it's just that what I did. Right. And um, so I I started to gravitate towards that space. I started to think about like, okay, like what can this mean? Like maybe I want to be a health and wellness coach. Like maybe there's maybe there's something in this this field that I want to be. Um and it was really kind of the pivotal moment for me was I had, I went to a yoga retreat uh, at Esalen, which is like this beautiful, uh, the Esalen Institute is a beautiful um, 
learning center in Big Sur, California. So oh, it's right on the beautiful. coast and it's, it's amazing and it's a nonprofit organization. And I went to a yoga meditation retreat with one of my best friends, um, for the weekend. Nice. And there was a lot of like self-reflection, a lot of figuring out, um, kind of looking within and understanding things about your life and balance and all of that. And there was like a moment where they made us stand on this bridge yeah, um, in front of a waterfall and you're supposed to face the waterfall. And as you like felt the energy of the waterfall flowing into you, think of everything that made you happy and everything that made you excited and everything that you wanted to spend your time doing. And so, you know, a lot of things came to mind there, like my friends, my family, exercising, like all these yep. things I loved in my life. And then you're supposed to turn your back towards the waterfall and kind of breathe out everything that, um, that, maybe wasn't the right thing for you at the time. And when I was during that moment, I was like, man, like all of my energy and excitement, you know, once I step beyond my friends and family is really in this like health and wellness space and helping people and, um, to serve. Yeah, exactly. And, and that's when like coming out of that weekend, I came home from that weekend. I came right home to my husband, Brian and um, I was like, Brian, I'm quitting my job. We're moving to Southern California. Cause at the time we were in San Francisco and we really missed Southern California. I was like leaving my job and we're moving and we're doing it in three months. And so we like put a stake in the ground and then we just made it work. That's, that's awesome. Yeah. Took a chance. Yeah. And Brian was able to transfer. Yeah. He was able to, fortunately his job allowed him to, um, they, they allowed him to stay with them. So he's been, he kind of goes up to San Francisco a few days a week, but nice. it worked out. It's one of those things where we realized like that moment for me. And like, after that point was like, wow, when I just start believing things are possible, like when you start, then they start happening. Yes. And yeah. everything started happening. And it's like, I said, and, and like, so I said, I, we decided we wanted to do this and then Brian's company let him stay with them. And so yeah. like, we found a way to make it work financially. Like, and you know, it's like you set an intention and then you have faith that it will actually work out and right. then, then it does. Exactly. Exactly. And that's the same. So it's so funny. Cause that, you know, um, one of the first things I did when I moved down here was I found bar three and then I'd always wanted to be a fitness instructor. Like it's something that was always in my mind. I always wanted to do just it. Just for people oh. who don't know what bar three is, just let them know what. Oh yeah. Is. So bar three is, um, it's a group fitness class. There's about a hundred different studios around the United States. Um, so, um, it's, there's a studio here in Santa Barbara. Um, they're based out of Portland. Uh, but I found a studio here in Santa Barbara and, um, they, I walked into the studio my f- first full day here. Cause I was like, okay, I need to find my new, I need to find yeah. my new studio. Right. Like I, I had just, and they didn't have it in San Francisco, but, um, there was one close to my house here. So I walked in there my very first day and, um, and I remember I had in the back of my head, like, oh, I've always wanted to be a fitness instructor, but I'm too scared. And literally like two weeks after going there, they posted a sign that they were like looking for, oh, looking excellent. for instructors. And I was like, man, like everything's just working out. Yeah. Like everything's coming to me. That's and, great. Yeah. And on top of that, like not only were they looking for instructors, but like the commute, the bar three community is, um, Jen can attest to because she mm-hmm. found herself there, it. um, is the, is such a wonderful community of people. And on top of that, like also really helps promote like balance in your overall life, right. which is something that I was really missing for a really long time. I do. I do love bar when you say, cause if you're in Santa Barbara, come and take Kate's class. It's awesome. But, um, I do love it when you say like, make this your own, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. that really, 
I like that. Yeah. It's all about kind of customizing, um, the workout to something that fits you and it's not a one size fits all approach. And, yeah. um, that really resonated with me. That really resonates with a lot of our clients. And then they also like just the organization in general, they have in addition to, so while a lot of people know our three for, um, for the fitness studios, there's also, um, they they really have a three pronged approach and it's, it's exercise, nourish and connect. So exercise is a studio portion of it, um, or online workouts, but then they also have, um, really promote like eating well and yeah. they offer you all these recipes, um, and then connecting with yourself. Like that challenge we did in yes, January. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so, so all of these things kind of, it just felt like everything was felling, like everything that I was passionate about and wanted and it was all just kind of falling unfolding yeah before your eyes yeah and how is the um bar three training was that very difficult Mm. or I mean it was definitely a lot of work um but in a really good way like it was really awesome you go up to um, Portland for three days and you get to meet um Sadie who's the wonderful founder of the company and super inspirational um and somebody I aspire to be like right. someday. So, um, it's really awesome getting to, to meet her, but then you're surrounded with like, it's basically like the awesomeness you feel in the studio times a like million. Ten. Yeah. Because you're sitting there with like all these people who are trained to training to be instructors. And, right. um, I, I trained with like 20 ish girls who are all still, um, and it all still, um, like I still network with all of them nice. and all that. Nice. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, it was, a community of like-minded people yeah. working towards a common goal. Right. Always right. nice. Yeah. So, um, yeah. And then it was, yeah, it was pretty awesome. And then uh, tell us about Swell. Yeah. So Swell is, so my husband and I, when we were in, okay, so my husband has always wanted, my husband has always been entrepreneurial. Like that's like he, he. I think you either are or you're not. Yeah. It's like you have, you have an itch to be like, he was always the, when I met him, he had, he was, had started a company with his friends. Um, and since the time I've known him, he's kind of like, he's helped out with two other startups, like his friends were doing. So he's just always, that's always been his attitude for me. I've always been more, I've always thought I was more fit for just really a stable steady job. Like mm-hmm. that was for me, I really like security. I like a plan. I like what's happening next. Mm-hmm. And so I never really thought of starting um, our own company, but he has always thought of it. Like mm-hmm. it's always been on the back of his mind. And, um, I, this about a year and a half ago, give or take, it was like January, 2016. I did the, like the whole 30, which is like a, a challenge where you go 30 days cutting out all the added sugars and refined foods and chemicals and all that stuff. And, um, the way that changed my, well, like that challenge itself was just for 30 days. It really changed my outlook on eating. And I really started to, it really made me start to think about the idea that eating whole foods as close to their natural state as possible Mm -hmm. is the best. I don't want to call it diet because it's not like a one and done thing, but it's, it's like a, the, a lifestyle way of eating sure. that really resonated with me. And that for the first time in my life, I felt like it's something I, that I, I could do for the rest of my life yeah. and that it felt like it fit and my body felt so good and I felt so good. And I spent my entire 
like my entire teens and twenties struggling with food and diet, like diet after diet, like yo-yo weight, like all the, you know, juice cleansing, like everything that like you could possibly do. I tried. Right. And I finally found this really simple like methodology of like, just eat whole foods as close to their natural state as possible and try to avoid added sugars and added chemicals and things you don't know. Right. Um, and it's so much easier to make those choices yeah. once you become aware. Right. Because before you, you don't know what you don't know. Right. And then once you do, it's like you think twice about it. Yes, That's how exactly. you make a difference because you're like, eh, yeah. I probably shouldn't eat that. Yeah. Or then you start to notice how you feel after you eat something that you shouldn't. Like, why did I eat that cupcake? Now I have to go lay down. Right. Exactly. You know? <laughs> you're like, why doesn't my body? Exactly. Well, and there's all these crazy things that came out of it. Like I discovered, my husband too discovered we are lactose intolerant, oh. which we didn't know. But like, I, I think there's like, I think about 60, I think you read somewhere 60% of Americans are actually intolerant to dairy, Wow. but you don't know. Yeah. And so things like that, I started to learn. You just get used to living with inflammation. Right. Exactly. And so all of a sudden I was like, oh my gosh, like, my body doesn't like dairy. Like, and so I learned all these things from it and it started, but also in this process, I realized how few products exist that are free of added sugars and added, um, like preservatives and chemicals. Like there's really not, there's a good, there's a handful of them. And like, that's what we stock our, like we love like, um, Lara bar and RX bar. And there was like a handful of like packaged snacks that we, we love to eat. Um, but if you're trying to avoid that stuff, it's really hard to yeah. shop. And you actually hear, there's a lot of people who say they only shop the perimeter of the grocery store. They'll like refuse to buy the packaged stuff in the middle. Mm-hmm. And so um, we started to be like, well, is there, like, why does it have to be that way? Like, why can't, why can't we start trying to make foods like without, without that stuff in it? And um, so it's funny because like the original product we came up with was for Swell was actually not where we are today, we came up with an alternative, well, it was basically just dates and water, but an alternative to those like energy goos and gels that you run with Yep. because we were both training for marathons at the time. And we're like, well, we're trying to eat clean, but all of these products on the market, like have oh. a bunch of sugars and yeah. stuff. We don't know what they are. So that was like our original product. And we were really like, that was what we were, we basically were like, wow, there's a hole in the market for these types of things. And here's a hole and we're going to go after it. And we, we ran out of, we ran into a lot of issues, um, with that because of like shelf stability and yeah. it was just going to be really hard to try to bring it to market. And we're like, all right, well let's, let's move away from this gel category. Like we still know that there is a lack of products out there that, you know, you, you, we feel like you should really can really trust and are really simple. And that's where, um, we kind of ended up with where we are today, which our, um, swell we make our, our main product is it's basically a date and cashew bite that it's similar to an energy bar, but more in the form of, um, it's a bite size. And I've had them and they're delicious. Thank you. Yeah. But, um, yeah, they're all, they're all, they're basically, they're all five ingredients or less. And, um, like our, our original flavor is just dates, cashews and cinnamon. And so the whole idea behind our company is making things that are, the ingredients are so simple that you, you don't, it, you don't have to think about it. Like you right. don't have to Google an ingredient on the back and try to figure out if it's good for you. It's just, just date. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's black and white. It's stuff you'd have in your pantry. It's stuff right. that you would make. And so right now we're starting, we're really pushing kind of one product. Um, but like the ultimate goal is to have a whole portfolio of products. So our brand could be one that when you see it on the shelf, you know, you can trust it and you can know you can trust the ingredients yeah. in it. So we started that. Um, and I, and, and, 
I, you know, I do that on a daily basis. Brian helps out in the evenings and on weekends when he's not working his full-time job. But we started that, we finally started selling, the, the whole food industry, you know, there's a lot of regulations and sure. rightfully so, because yep. you want to make sure what your cons- what consumers are eating is safe. But we kind of started the idea, um, like right when we moved down here, and we didn't get approval to sell through stores until December. So when December hit is when we were finally like, okay, now we can finally start bringing this to market. Um, and... And now we're in about 25 stores in Santa Barbara. Ooh, so wow, that's yeah, awesome. so it's going really well. We're super excited about it. Um, we feel like we've been able to, to prove the concept out. And also like a big question for us is like, are people going to be willing to pay more for this? Cause it's, it's gonna like, it's gonna be more expensive. It's yeah. higher quality ingredients right. and right. we don't have any of the money to make it. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, and of course right now it's, you know, all small batch, like made by hand and stuff like that. So um, so yeah, we feel like it's been, you know, we, we have a lot of people who love it, which makes us so excited. And even your, even your packaging is, um, very simple, but mm-hmm. really beautiful. Yeah. Yes. Um, did you guys come up with that yourself? We had, so we are, um, my brother-in-law, one of his friends is an amazing, um, designer. His name's Jordan. He does awesome work. And our, so we were introduced to him early on cause Brian, so one of the things that like we, said from the beginning is like packaging is so important. Like yeah. the pro, you know, like the product can be good, but like packaging is so important. So like we wanted to invest like time up front and really like nailing like our logo and like, do, you know, like really right. working on the packaging. And, um, that's where Brian's or this. So Jordan, the designer that we work with, he, he does this amazing job at like listening to our really vague, concepts and like turning it into something awesome. So right. we came with him, those ideas, like we want something simple. We want something that's like clean. We want something, um, even your business cards, the yeah. square shape. Yes. Love. Yes. Which was also, he did those too. So okay. he, yeah. So it's like he, so basically it was kind of that combination of like us having these, these broader ideas of what we want to look at and him really executing it. And we feel super fortunate to have had, um, his help because we, it's it's basically like exactly what we wanted and even yeah. more. He, but he brought, brought it to your life. brand to yeah, life. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Cool. And so we're having a lot of fun as we're thinking about like this next stage because we're like, okay, well, what do we, you know, what is it gonna look like in the next phase and how we, we're gonna need to change the packaging so it can it's more um like right now the way they are is good for like the local market, but it might be a little challenging to bring our existing packaging into like a bigger market. So, right. So we're working through all that now. Yeah. That's next. Yeah. Um, well, it's really a great concept and they're delicious. Thank you. And are they energy? So they have, they have, um, good, they have carbohydrates and sugars from the dates. Uh So they will, so it's, it's not like, a big energy spike or anything like that, right. but they will, they, you'll get the energy from the calories. Yeah. So, um, we try to stay away from, like, we don't call them energy bites because, um, but they definitely like fill you up. Yes. They're filling. Yes, exactly. Exactly. So they're filling, they're filling, they hold you over and they give you that like sustained energy. Yeah. Um, and so we have them like, well, we've had, we have customers use them all different types of occasions and we use them all different types of occasions too. Like we'll eat them for breakfast. If we don't have time to make something, right. we'll eat them. Like a lot of times before I teach, I need something, but yeah. I have like, don't want anything that's going to like weigh me down. So I have like one or two of those. Right. 
Um, Perfect. And then we have a lot of people who like them for dessert. We have a lot of people who like who, moms whose kids like them. Oh, and so they like good. to give them to their kids as a dessert. Like, that's cause of the sweet, like the yeah. date, sweet from the dates. So, um, and the lemon coconut, mm-hmm. that's my favorite. Yeah. That's Brian's favorite too. <laughs> <laughs> that's Love a crowd it. favorite. Yeah. That's a good one. That's awesome. Is there any advice out there that you'd like to uh, put out to people trying to find what their passion is? Yeah, I would say, um, I, I guess two things. First of all, I would say be open. Just be open. Like I said, for me, it's like I, I was very set on feeling like my passion was one should thing. Be, yeah, exactly. I thought it was one thing my whole, like, and I was confused about um, what it actually is. So it's like, look out, look what you do in your free time. Like what types of magazines do you read? Like what types of shows do you like to watch? What types of, um, books do you like to read? Like those are, that's when I, when I finally realized like, Oh, this is the the industry I want to be in. I was like, everything I do in my life is like around this. And it's, it's actually really fun now because now like all of our customers, our place that like I'll go to, I drop off like product in Santa Barbara and I will like take a class that like, if I'm dropping off at like a yoga studio, I'll take a class there or I'll like drop it off at a juice shop and get a juice there. Like all of our customers, our our accounts are places where I would personally go as a customer. So I'm like, yeah. So I'm like, I'm really in this, like I'm just right now, like fully engrossed. Building your tribe. Exactly. And so, yeah, I think it's, I think it's kind of, it's, it's probably, if you're trying to figure out what your passion is, like, it's probably in front of your face. Like, it's probably yeah. the stuff that, the stuff that you surround yourself doing. And like you were saying before about, you know, just believing like, all right, this is what we're going to do. Right. And having the universe kind of put things exactly. in place. Right before I started this podcast, I had like two weeks where I would like think of someone random and right. they would call me or text yeah. me. And finally, after two weeks of this, I'm like, I got to start thinking of better things. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, I'm just coming. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, totally. Um, the one other thing advice wise, and this is more of, I guess, once you've discovered your passion, you decide you want to chase it is, um, is making sure you have, I think a support network in life that's going to like be your champions and yes. help you get there. And I think it's funny. I was listening to your first podcast and I know I, you talked about how you and your husband were very much like, yeah, like you do this, I'll do yeah. this. And you fully support each other. Um, I feel like that's been my, if this was just me and I didn't have anybody to talk to and I, I mean, my husband's been the biggest champion of, I mean, he's the one like every week when I'm like, Oh, like this bad thing happened. Like maybe this isn't going to work. He's like, no, it's going to work. He's always like the consistency. Yes. Stick with it. Yes. And I think it's like, if I didn't have my husband to be supportive through all this and then also, um, just, uh, you know, uh, my network of friends that have been super supportive. And then also I found like a network of other food entrepreneurs in Santa Barbara that have like been amazing and helped me, figure out like all of Very navigate through this space. And it's like, I think I'm the type of person who likes to do things on my own. Like I don't like to ask for help and I, I feel like I should be able to do it on my own. Yeah. And if I get stuck in my own head, I feel like I, I don't even, I honestly don't even know if we'd be in one store. Like, I think that like, I think that it's really having the support network, um, both kind of your champions, like telling you, keep you going. can do this, keep, keep going. going keep positive, yep. even if like there's bumps in the road, cause there's always going to be bumps in the road. 
Um, and then also finding that network of people to, to that are in the same situation of you or that or maybe or maybe a little bit farther along, but that can really help you through it. I think that's those are like the other two things that have really made all this kind of work. Yeah, and it, that's just it's. I know it, you listened to the first podcast and I talked about Stephen Pressfield's yes. Art of War. Yes. Um, and he says, you know, the difference between the amateurs and the professionals is that the professionals don't quit. Yeah. Yeah. So you just got to keep going forward. Right. No matter what. Yeah. So it is good to have people. Right. Holding you accountable. Right. And yeah. being that support system. I agree. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. Thank you. I'm so excited that you got so to super fun. come on. <laughs> Um, and where can they find you? So you can find our snacks on our website, which is, if you don't live in Santa Barbara area, our website's eatswellfoods.com. So E-A-T-S-W-E-L-L-F-O-O-D-S.com. If you live in the Santa Barbara area, we're, um, as I mentioned before, we're in about 25 locations around here. So, um, a lot of the local coffee shops, but then also the markets. Um, and are you and some doing something with the Bacara Resort? We're doing, um, so we're sold at the Bacara Resort at their coffee shop. And oh, then we're cool. going to be at, the, there's this really cool event next, uh, in two weekends, um, a food and wine festival on April 9th. They're having a little neighborhood market tour. So you basically, there's basically, I mean, I think there's going to be 30 or more vent local vendors, everything from restaurants to, um, some of the other people that are making snacks like me, um, all around. And they basically have different like neighborhoods of Santa Barbara. Oh, so, right. um, but uh, you can come taste, yeah, you cool. can come taste all the different foods well of Santa Barbara go check out the yeah, and stay and go hang out at the most beautiful <laughs> resort. Yeah, <ever>. really. <laughs> um, and what is your Instagram for? Oh, Swamp? it's, uh, it's swell underscore foods. So check her out on um, Instagram because not only is it swell food stuff, but you post really informative and interesting and delicious things. Yeah, we try to we try to do more than just the product. We try to put recipes. Yeah, or um, I love it. A lot of times, well, we, we we're also starting a blog, and we've had some really awesome like guest bloggers write some really educational Great. pieces for us, which you can um, also find on our website, or usually the links are through uh, link through Instagram as well. Well, awesome. So my last question, um, I'm going to since you're my first guest, yes. this is the first time I get to do this, but. What I think I'm going to do, and obviously we know what you think you're going to set out to do and what happens right. are two different things, but what I think I'm going to do is that I'm going to ask my guests to end with what their favorite weather is. Mm. My favorite weather is Santa Barbara weather. Um, I love the sun. I love the sun and, the, and beach weather. Yeah. Um, I didn't grow up with it, but... I feel like in my soul I was meant to be at the beach. Yeah. So it's like the when you're at the beach on that perfect beach yes. day, that's when you're like It's like the high seventies. Yeah. Like sunny high seventies, I think is is perfect for me. And the you know, anything with the sun out makes me happy. Yeah. Energized. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you so much, Kate. Yeah, thank you. And uh, if you like what you hear, please go to iTunes and subscribe to You Be You and I'll Be Me. And I will see you next time. Take care. Peace.